0: Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief, and you know, Jamie, I'm getting tired of being ripped off by the federal government.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to talk about that. And I am the Champ, and second column syndrome is a real thing, and it's no laughing matter.
0: Second column syndrome?
1: Second column syndrome. You know what
0: that is? Yeah. Refresh my memory.
1: Okay. So this was something that was coined by your brother Brian, and when you go into um, live stats on the desktop version of the CBS website, there's only space for eight teams, and any teams uh, uh, below eighth place is in that second column, and you don't want to see your team in that second column. Um, it's it's painful. It's 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 inciting. It's triggering. I, I hate it.
0: It's triggering.
1: It's triggering. Yeah, I, I panic when I see myself over there. Well, and that's what I'm, I'm saying. with you that know. every night now. What?
0: What's? What? What does it trigger in you? Panic.
1: Uh, rage. rage. Um, silence. Uh, incompetence. You name it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. What? What are you, what are you talking about with, with with the government? How are they ripping you off? They're
0: ripping me off, and this is why. All right. So I work four days a week. I work ten hours. Right. So a- are you putting work
1: in airports? No.
0: I work. Okay. All right. However you define work. I'm 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 there. I'm available ten hours a day. From Tuesday <laughs> from Tuesday to Friday. On Monday is my regular day off. Most federal holidays are on Mondays, right? Okay, so okay I, I, I get an extra day. Right? I get an extra right. day off, so I'll get that Friday off as well because, you know, I'm, I'm off my holiday anyway. So, But I have to take two hours of leave for every uh, every one of those situations because uh, they'll only pay me for an eight-hour holiday. So I have to take two hours of annual leave to make up the difference because I work 10 hours a day.
1: And that's what? Not, I'm, I'm not sure if I understand that math. It seems kind of backwards. You would think it it is backwards. I I you, you should get you should get two more hours somewhere else.
0: Thank you, but I don't. I have to expend two hours to make up the difference. I, I'm getting ripped off. And this year, uh, Juneteenth is on a Monday. Fourth of July was on a Monday. Labor Day is on a Monday. Uh, uh, Columbus Day is on a Monday. Christmas is on a Monday. New Year's is on a Monday. Dr. King's on a Monday. President's Day is on a Monday. Ad, that adds up.
1: I'm getting ripped off. You, you, you know what? We talked about this pre-production. We just talked that we would cover the subject. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to rip into you on this. And I, I think I'm siding with you on Thank this. Thank you. I I, I, I think, I, you know what? If you have a placard, let's go protest someplace.
0: <laughs> that seems like a lot of energy expended.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. Never mind.
0: <laughs> I'd rather just write about it to my friends. Yeah, and that's, that's, drop that's it. backwards. It is backwards. I know mm. that. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, it, it was just a little frustrating this year that I get. Ex- I'm looking at the federal holiday calendar, and it, most of them are on Mondays, and I'm getting screwed over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a tough life. It's it a is. hard knock life.
0: <laughs> it is there, Annie. Okay, um, let's move. In. <laughs> let's move into the Fab Review. Uh, Ten players again this week.
1: Yeah, let me jump here to this. I, I think this is going to probably be the norm, right? As long as as long as Bob Freeze has money, there's going to be players going off the board.
0: Okay. okay. Uh, let's start with the aforementioned Bob Freeze. The Basura Bulls picks up Carl Edwards, not the race car driver, the pitcher for the Washington Nationals. He drops Hunter Strickland. I think this is like the fourth week in a row this guy's been picked up and dropped, Strickland. Uh, Bulls also pick up Adrian Sampson, relief pitcher for the Cubs. He drops your buddy, Austin Gomber.
1: Yeah, poor, poor Gomber. He's coming out of the bullpen there in Colorado now. Uh,
0: Bulls pick up Nick Forte, who he dropped last week to pick uh, and drop Thomas Nito. I think that's the exact opposite transaction of last week. <laughs> I think. No, it wasn't. It wasn't the exact opposite. Um but he, he did have both those guys in his transactions last week. Um, Bulls pick up. Uh, you're gonna have to help me with this. Il demaro Vargas.
1: That's close enough. Yeah. Uh,
0: third baseman for the Nationals. He dropped Sergio uh, Alcantara.
1: So the the, the Bulls, as, as we're going to talk about in the walk off, um, a subject. He, he he's a restless owner, right? Mm. Um. Last week when we were going through um, Fab, he had the most uh, pickups at 29, and that was two weeks ago. So he's probably since then he's probably picked up 33 or 35 players. Um, just just as a little side note and for some context in uh, in, in the rep league, um, the, the other league that he and I well, actually him he and I are in two other leagues. But um, last year, I had the second most moves in that league. It's a daily league, okay? Okay. And I had like 170 moves, um, which was the second most in that league. Guess how many? He was the first. Guess how many he had?
0: I'm guessing over 200.
1: Yeah, he had like 250, 300 moves. Wow. It was ridiculous. I want to say it was, yeah, it was close. He's he's, he's streaming player, so he's, he's got a little bit of restlessness in, in, in him. And I would imagine, I don't know how much money he has. Remaining, but I, I gotta believe um, that he uh, he's got eight eight more dollars,
0: so that's eight more players. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got a he's he's got to dial it back as far as the quantity each week, though.
1: There you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, speaking of money left, just let's just real real quick. Lakers are down to zero. Hawks are down to three, and the Ducks still have forty five dollars, so they can pretty much second highest is the Rebs. Oh, excuse me, the Statman with 15. So um, the Ducks pretty much can get the next, they have the hammer on the next three players.
0: Yeah, okay. And then I'm at, uh, the Statman's at 15, I'm at 12, Rebs are at 13. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and then who else we got here? Oh, uh, Superhawks pick up
1: Michael Conforto.
0: Do
1: you see that? I see that. I, I, you know, I didn't recognize that yesterday. Did he pick him up uh, in in a Fab spot?
0: No, he dropped someone. Okay. And Conforto's not. He's not signed.
1: I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he's going to be back this year, right?
0: Well, it's. I'm. I'm looking real quick in the CBS News, and it's. He's. He said it. it the report is look to sign a contract. Uh, oh, that's in May. Jeez, oh man, they haven't updated this guy since May. I don't know what's going on with this guy, but he's a free agent, and I don't know what the rules are on the on the playoff rosters. Like, I don't know if they still have rules like that. Do they?
1: Huh? Yeah, I I I I don't know. I that's an interesting pickup.
0: I'm guessing you would get him for no more than two and a half weeks. I mean, even if he signed today, he's got to start. He's going to start in a, in a rehab assignment, right? He's not yeah. going to start off facing of major league pitching. You know.
1: Yeah. I yeah. 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 I, I. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. Okay. Um, he dropped Jose Alvarado. Um, on that, uh, Hawks also pick up Stone Garrett. You know who this guy is.
1: I, I do um, just because I, do, I was watching a little bit of the Cardinals Diamondbacks this weekend. I, I think he's a uh, what a thirty-year-old rookie, kind of a good story, right? Yeah. Bates over six hundred games yep. in, in the yep. minor leagues, and um, you know I don't know how much of a run he'll get, but y- you know it, it's nice to see these these players like the uh, the guy for the Rockies, um, and I'm forgetting his name right now. But um, you know to put all that time in the minor leagues to finally make your uh, you know your major league debut. Good for him.
0: Yeah. Um, Bearcats pick up Zach McKinstry uh, for the Cubs. He drops David Dahl. Uh, Boy, David Dahl dropped off pretty quickly
1: too, didn't he? Who's it?
0: again? David Dahl.
1: David Dahl. Okay, I thought you said David Bell. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he really did. I I was really high on him a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh,
0: Bearcats also pick up P.J. Higgins. Uh, catcher for the Cubs. Catcher.
1: Yep. Yeah. A so couple Cubbies there. Yep. Yeah. You know what? As we get into uh, uh, the week review, Bearcats have, have done some nice things. Good yeah. for them.
0: Uh, moving on to you, you pick up Tommy Henry. Uh, what's going on with Luplo? Uh,
1: nothing. Okay. He, he doesn't play that much. And, okay. you know, part of the reason is people like Stone Garrett, people like um, trying, uh, the, the Diamondbacks. Are, yeah. are kind of flush with with with, with outfielders. Um,
0: the problem is so, they're not
1: good ones. <laughs> say what? <laughs>
0: they're not good outfielders. That's
1: the problem. Uh, no, that, no, that, that, right. that's, yeah, that's no. Right. That's not necessarily yeah. true. I mean, McCarthy's done pretty well. So you're has right. Alex Thomas, Dalton Varsho. He's a good um, pretty good. And yeah. you know, Corbin Carroll is looming around the corner. So that's why that Stone Garrett might be a play for this year. Which which is really all you're looking for, right? You're looking for Mister Right now, not Mister Right.
0: Yeah. Um, and then, let's see, that's that's all you picked up, right?
1: Yeah, it was it, it was a bit of a flyer. Henry pitched pretty well against the Cardinals, and okay. I'm I'm hoping that uh, he uh, he pitches well against the fading White Sox this week.
0: Um, and then the Lakers pick up Robbie Grossman.
1: You him. know what? That's that's a nice pickup. I, and I, I had him on on my 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 Fab waterfall. Um back around the trading deadline and kind of lost track of him. But Grossman might be playing um, a bit more with that whole – did you see what happened with Ozuna? Yeah, I yeah, I
0: saw. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, that uh,
0: – Yeah, that guy's
1: – uh, I'm wondering if the Braves are just looking just, – just a distraction at this point, right? And looking to, to maybe just try and cut him loose if, if possible. But, you know, a sharp pickup by um, – um, by the Lakers, kind of an all-in bid, and good for him. And, you know, that's why he's in the top three.
0: Yeah, uh, and I also saw the Braves sign Michael Harris to a long-term deal.
1: Yeah, they did. The Braves are really good at that, aren't they? I mean, they, they did that with, um, uh, boy, um, they did with Austin Riley, who I, Bearcats have been high on Austin Riley for a couple of years, and I haven't been. And, boy, if that's not panning out for, for the Bearcats, nice pickup by... By by the Bearcats. Austin Riley has put up some really good numbers the last couple of years.
0: Yeah, he had he had one he didn't have a good year the COVID year or he did and he didn't have a good year last yeah, he, he had what one like sophomore jinx type thing. But uh he's he's uh he he puts the ball in play. And he can put the ball yeah. out of the park too.
1: Yeah, I mean, last year he played in 160 games and hit 303 with a yeah. 898 uh, OPS. Yeah. So you know, I take that all day, every day.
0: Sure, uh, especially when you're hitting around Freeman, just keep the <laughs> you know, keep, keep the lineup moving here. Um,
1: well, we used to hit around Freeman. Yeah. Well, last year, yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So we still had a, a lot of player movement. That'll back down now that the
1: Bulls are running out of money. <laughs>
0: that'll cut that yeah
1: well we keep saying that that the the, the number of players picked up in fab is going to drop um but you know who who knows people might start losing some some interest uh there might there's not a big player call up anymore right it's not a 40 man you can't expand to what was it 30 40 players a couple years ago
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah i mean it now it's just only expands to 28 yeah um so it's two more players to be picked up
0: but there seems to be more players DFA'd, you know, con- under contract, guys that are just sure. cut. Yeah, so those guys might be picked back, at, you know, resurfaced somewhere. Um, all right, looking at the standings review for the period, uh, Hawks and the Bearcats lead the way, huh?
1: Yeah. A really nice week by the Bearcats, right? 48 batting points? Yeah,
0: 48. Yeah, 48. He almost ran, he almost ran the table. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm looking to. Oh, he he only hit 15 homers that's what cost him that's what might have cost him um, yeah h- huge week for them um, and then uh, uh, Lakers have a nice week on the offensive side and just he, he can't get both sides of the of the, of the diamond working at the same time a huge hitting and then a poor poor pitching on that on that one uh, and the dudes didn't have a real good week, and I don't think he really lost a lot of ground. So,
1: no, I, I mean the, the the dudes right now just jumping really really quick to the uh, you know year to date standings with with him. Um, yeah, he still has a, a fairly nice lead, right? Um, all that can evaporate. I mean, it's a it's a four point lead, so it's getting tight four over the the Hawks and uh, five and a half over the Lakers. Um, so, yeah. I guess he's just, you know, waiting for this season to end. You know, he, he wants it to end quickly, just like I do, but for two different reasons.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, one of the things that stuck out to me for this week, the Bearcats have 58 runs scored.
1: Yeah, let's talk about that when we jump to the, the, the okay. player weeks. I'm sorry.
0: All right. Uh, That's all right. Yeah, go ahead. You, you, you can start off.
1: With okay. Your, yeah. Um, yeah, let me start off with the uh with, with with the with the Bearcats because they led uh they led the league in, in runs, home runs, or excuse me, they were second in home runs, forty-eight RBIs this week, nine stolen bases, just just a, a fantastic week. Uh Jake Fraley, four home runs this week, eight RBIs. Lars Newbar, when he picked him up, I'm like, I don't know how much time this guy's gonna get. He's got a nice run. He had eleven runs and seventeen at bats Last week, wow. 11 runs. Wow. Um, and, yeah, and, and get this, get this. 11 runs by Newt Barr, 9 by Fraley, and 7 by Swanson. That's a total of 27 runs. Bulls, on the other hand, had 17 for the entire week. Rebs, their entire team had 27. So, um, yeah, he was putting up some some stats last week. Um, Dansby Swanson, 7 RBIs, uh, a 9 still base week. By, by the Bearcats, um, just, just a real nice job. Um, jumping to the pitching side, um, Brandon Hughes, right? I saw him pitch a little bit, the, the closing out the game on Friday against the Brewers, and I'm like, ooh, I'm going to sneak Brandon Hughes through. Nobody's going to see him coming. I didn't realize that Tom had already picked him up the week before, had a win and two saves last week. Nice. If I call Tom a bastard on the radio, is that a bad thing? No, I
0: think you already did, but whatever.
1: Yep. All right, so I won't do it then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He had three saves once again, um, led the league in saves, as he always does. Um, Only only, uh, chink in the armor was whip, a little bit high whip at 1.45, which was the worst for the week, and second-worst ERA at 4.47. But overall, um, a really nice week by, by, by the Bearcats. Um, let's talk about your team for a second. Um, we'll talk about. Here's, here's the good Wilson Contreras, three homers, seven RBIs. Um, and that's really about it, isn't it?
0: Yeah, not much happening this week.
1: Yeah, um, OPS at 638, um, O'Neal Cruz, Mike Ostromsky. What's happened to him this year in the last two years?
0: Yeah, he, he's not a very good player. Well, it, uh, uh, let me back up. I think he's a guy that needs to play every day and that he's just not going to get that. That's not how the Giants operate. That's that's what I think.
1: I, I'd agree with that, and it, it's probably time if the Giants are going to do this part-time thing, then they need to move on from him. I, I'd absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Um, you, you're pitching uh, 4.99 ERA, which was the worst. Same way with the strikeouts, a uh, legal 39 strikeouts and only one win last week. Um, Dakota Hudson is just... Uh, abominable at this point. Um, I, if the playoffs were today, he wouldn't even make the playoff roster for the Cardinals.
0: No, I, and he shouldn't. Yeah, he's not consistent enough. Yeah.
1: Um, Mark Melanson got your only save, but that came at the expense of a 36 ERA and a 4 whip. Um, he's just bad. And, you know, we we had talked about early in the summer, I had mentioned Pablo Lopez hitting his in, innings limits. And I think it's starting to show because he's never had a whole lot of innings was his what's the most he's pitched in in the year 130 140 innings pitched something like that yeah
0: and that's probably yeah. when and he had one what you refer to as a dead cat bounce a couple weeks ago where he pitched really really well and after that he's not yeah i think i don't think he's had he's had one quality start since the all-star break
1: i, I wouldn't be surprised if they shut him down soon yeah it um, kind of makes sense uh Jumping to the Bulls, um, as we talked about, a league-low 17 runs um, and an OPS of, of just 600. 227 at-bats this week. Um, he had three players that were under 10 at-bats. Just tough week for, for the Bulls on the offensive side. Um, pitching-wise, though, uh, my boy Adam Wainwright continues to pitch really well. Another win, um, seven innings, You know, one earned run. Um, he also had uh, a, a number of players that are under a one whip uh, excuse me one ERA, Darvish Feltner, Will Crow, and Bryce Wilson who's been up and down in in fab, Um had an under one whip. So pitching wise, uh, he did fairly well um, but offensively he just needs to find players which he just continually
0: looks looks for. Yeah. Yeah. and buys.
1: Yeah yeah all right. Uh, jumping real quick to the to the Reds, uh, just you know 192 at bats for the week, which is almost uh, over 100 lower than than the top team. Um, yeah, he had he had six players with 10 or less at bats, um, which you know obviously affects all the categories. Just on the good side, uh, Kyle Gibson and Josiah Gray, two starts, both with 14 and 13 strikeouts respectively. And then lastly on uh, on the bottom half, uh, my team, um, my boy Zach Allen, continues to pitch real well, um, pitched real well since the All-Star break. 12 strikeouts, um, pitched seven innings, uh, no earned runs. And uh, uh, Banner Rooster cast off, two cast off. Uh, Justin Steele and Kyle Finnegan both pitched well. Steele with uh, uh, 14 strikeouts in two starts, and Finnegan with three more saves this week.
0: Yeah, so uh, I probably gave up a little too soon on steel. Yeah,
1: I've I've seen. Yeah,
0: yeah he's 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 working it whatever he he was struggling with. He's working out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, let's take us through the, uh, the the top half.
0: All right, All right. So I'll start with the uh, with the Ducks. Uh, Garrett Hampson, seven at bats, and then. Uh, we've mentioned Marcel Ozuna with two at-bats. He's really going to suffer if offensively the rest of the year.
1: Um, What's his situation? Do you know what the Ozuna's situation is? Is he suspended? Is, is he just not playing? What's going on there?
0: Well, he, he it says he re enters the lineup. I, I, I mean, he's got a DUI. It was, you know, It's going viral. There's going to be some sort of team suspension at, at least. I don't know. Maybe not. They're in a playoff hunt. You know how teams operate.
1: Um, so, did, didn't he, instead of giving a license, he gave his MLB card he did. <laughs> to the officer?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta take your chances, right? Uh, the, the one thing uh, that the Ducks did well was put the ball over the fence this week. I think he had 14 homers. Uh, Christian Walker, two. Blade two. Renfro, two. Uh, Kanye, two. Uh, Josh Bell hit. Uh, Kanye had three. Bell had two. Yeah. And uh, a couple guys sprinkled in with ones. Uh, real good offensively. Uh, pitching wise, you know, you're talking about guys who are uh, maxed out over their uh, their normal uh, innings. innings. Uh, Alcatara has pitched a lot of innings. He's starting to show chinks in the armor.
1: Yeah.
0: L- L.A. beat him up pretty good, but he, can, you know, he did get a win this week in his two starts.
1: And. Uh, but on on that same note, on that same note, you might be heading toward the Spencer Strider.
0: Yes. Strider uh, got the win, and he pitched really well. He had 13 Ks and two starts in 11 innings.
1: He's got to be close to, to over his limit. Do you, do you think he's the uh, rookie of the year right now in the National League?
0: Oof. Yeah, well, I guess we got to start thinking about that, don't we?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would think that he's, he's the favorite right now.
0: Is Harris a rookie? The guy for the Braves? Yes. Okay. All right, he gets some votes, too. Um, Minaya had a good outing. Uh, actually, two decent outings at 10Ks, uh, 11 innings, got a win. Um, Andrew Haney did not pitch well, and he's got nothing else going on. So, um, pretty good week offensively, knocked in some runs. It's a balls out of the park, but uh, it, well, that Marcel Zuna thing going to be could be an issue for him. Um, yeah, it's
1: going to be. Yeah.
0: Moving on to the statman. man. Um, Big week from Andrew McCutcheon. This is an Andrew McCutcheon week. Let me throw some stats at at you. Okay. He had 24 at-bats. He had seven runs, three homers, six RBIs, right? He hit hit 167.
1: Oh, he only had one other hit, right? Three homers and one single this
0: week. Yeah, he had four hits, three of them out of the park, gives him six ribs. It's nice, right? Um, yeah not much else going on offensively uh, CJ crone had one hit all week um, and I, I haven't been following him lately and I wonder if he's starting if he's hitting a slow spot in his in his year um yeah he is okay so the uh, the statman had one two three four five six seven eight guys hitting under 200.
1: Yeah, and but you know one of the ones that was not and it was the nice pickup was Mel Reyes.
0: Yes, yeah, and I'm, I can't remember if he picked him up in a fab spot. I
1: I I don't believe so. But okay. as as we uh, continue on, I'll take a look at that.
0: Yeah, it was a nice pickup. Yeah. He had four ribs, twenty eight at bats. He played every day, so uh, that was good for him. Um, and then on the pitching side, hey, guess who won? Who's that? Tony Gonsolin. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, again, right?
0: Yeah, Urias gets a win, and I, I guess this is what people didn't like about Urias and the Cy Young last year at twenty and three. He pitched; he only pitched five innings, but he got the win. He had six Ks, two walks, zero.
1: If you're gonna any. do that, do it with the Dodgers.
0: Yeah, uh, he's got Tuan Walker. Uh, maybe miss a start because he got pulled out. It he only pitched two innings. Yeah, um, and then Degrom, I'm going to say, got touched up, but he had he pitched six innings, had nine Ks. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, a, a four ERA by yeah. Degrom for the week, right? Hey, by the way, Fran Reyes um, did go into a retention spot. Good for him. Four, yeah. nice, um, nice for the statmen.
0: Yeah, uh, Diaz gets a save. Galvis gets a save, and uh, Luis Garcia for the for the Padres gets a save for him. So uh, nice. Uh, Nice, nice job on the back end of the bullpen for the stat man. Moving on to the Lakers, right? Lakers third place. Um, Yeah. Yeah, see, this is some of the issue, too. This kind of sums them up. So, Real Muto hits 400, right? He has one OPS. He had one RBI. Mm. Yeah, that's tough. Goldschmidt, on the other hand, had a monster week as he's pushing to his MVP, getting back in it, uh, hit five five 542 with 11 ribs and three homers?
1: I'll tell you what, watching almost all of his games, bits and pieces of his games, other than his slow start in, in April, maybe the first two weeks, he has been consistently just a, a great player, yeah. um, just at, at the bat and in the field. Um, I'd be surprised right now, he, He's depending on what happens in September, um, he's the odds-on favorite to be MVP in the National League. do you think?
0: Yeah, I, I I think right now, and he had a he had a lull the end of July, beginning of August. No, I mean, nothing big, but um, he certainly got it back going again. Um, and then he, he obviously put Grossman in the lineup this morning, and Grossman had uh, two homers and five five ribs as well.
1: So, so get this, just for um, Goldschmidt, um, which which by the way. Um, Lakers retained him, which was which was a good retention pick because it, it, it wasn't a clear case retention. I don't think. I mean, he took a chance and retained him at three dollars. But Goldsmith's hitting 340. The next closest is Freddie Freeman at 324 and Jeff McNeil at 321. Does that
0: matter anymore?
1: Uh, no. But if we want to jump to OPS, he has 1058 OPS and Freeman is at 921. So, 130-point <laughs> differential.
0: Yeah, and I think batting average still matters, and, and that's why he's he's so valuable to a lineup as he, he puts the ball in play. It's just my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nelly Cruz had a decent week for him, two homers, seven ribs. So, because uh, N- Nelly was struggling. He struggled for most of the year. Uh, moving on to the pitching side. Ah, uh, guess who didn't win this week?
1: Uh, let me just guess. Tyler Anderson. Tyler
0: Anderson did not win, but he he uh, pitched seven innings, uh, six Ks, three walks, five hits, 129 ERA. Didn't get a decision. Uh, but his guy Dustin May pitched well in his comeback.
1: Guess who's back? Right? I mean, the the, the Dodgers. Look at that team since like the All Star break. They're 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 running away. Um, right now, they look like the best teams in baseball on, in the National League. Anyway.
0: Uh, Yeah, probably all around. Yeah, Jordan Montgomery gets a win for him. Uh, Musgrove pitched well, got a loss. Wheeler did not pitch well, got a loss. Um, But he got a win from Dave Robertson, winning a save, and he got a win in two saves from Rowan Wick, who's really been a big little push for him. And um, he, he, he may be able to gain a point in saves if, and and wick can keep it together for the last five weeks or so
1: yeah and and you know if he gets kennedy which was a nice pickup uh, after i dropped him um because melanson is pitching like crap
0: yeah de los santos the relief pitcher for the pirates is out for the year so um Hmm. yeah so that that's going to be it he was i think he was counting on him getting a couple saves here and there uh moving on to the sewer hawks um Big week by Matt Olson again. He had eight ribs, two homers. Uh, Montero for the for the Rockies, uh, he hit 182 and had three homers and, and six RBIs. That's, that's very productive. Um, but other than that, and then he has our man Albert Pujols.
1: Yeah, King Albert, how about that? Two home runs, uh, uh, which was one of them was a grand slam on, was it Saturday night? Seven RBIs, and he's inching closer for the 700 home runs that you are talking about. And and I sent you an article yeah. on that where yeah. he reconfirmed that uh, he'll be watching the Cardinals next year. He will not be playing. Um, although I'm starting to doubt that now. I don't know.
0: So what is he, eight away? I think so. 692? Yeah. <sighs> so, you know, 15 years ago, you're like, oh, yeah, he'll hit eight homers in the last five weeks. Um I, I can't believe he's gonna hit eight homers in the next five and a half weeks uh, six weeks maybe he will if he gets the at-bats he will they sent Yepes down um is he gonna get the at-bats for him to hit eight homers it that's that's a lot for him at that
1: age it it, it, it it is and you're absolutely right that it's really based upon the the at-bats because for most of the year he was the um he, he, he would dh when there was left-handed pitcher or or play first base now and then but um, Ale marmol cardinal manager um, starting to give him a few more starts um when there's right-handed pitching because he he seems to be he seems to be locked in right now so the cardinals will use him um and and, and you know what if, if the cardinals in that last week if they've already clinched they may try and, and, and put a push on and give him as many at bats as possible who knows
0: yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, if they already clinched a playoff spot. Or end a home field, right?
1: And, uh, yeah. yeah, well, it, it clinching a playoff spot would mean finishing in, in third place, which would guarantee um, all three games um, okay. in the first round of the playoffs.
0: Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I get that. Um, yeah, so uh, moving on to the pitching side of the Sewer Hawks, Corbin Burns got beat up a little bit, but he – he hangs tough to get a win. Um, Lodolo pitched well. I think he pitched against the Pirates, so that would explain that. Um, <laughs> Charlie Morton had 23 Ks in 12 innings this week.
1: Number one player for the week, uh, Charlie Morton. Yeah. Man, he's been all over the place. His rate right? had started yeah. out, was really bad. And good for the Sewerhawks, showing some patience and sticking with him.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, well, when you have the other the other people on the staff, you, you can't. Uh, and Woodruff has pitched well again, uh, 13 Ks and in 10 innings, two starts, no wins, but good uh, ratio numbers as well.
1: Um, hey, let's talk. Let's talk about your, your um, player you weren't really high on, um, Aaron Nola, for a second here. Yeah, um, he's had a, he's had a quietly had a nice year this year, hasn't
0: he? Um, yeah, I thought he pitched really well against the last week. I thought I thought it was a really gutty performance by him. Um, because you know, you're facing the Grom. It's a lot of pressure, right? You know, you can't give up three runs, unless you get. Yeah, there's not there's no, there's no yeah. room for uh... no. Uh, you know, he, he's what is he eight and ten right now? Um, 174 Ks and 157 innings. Uh, three, yeah, he is having a good year. Um, I don't know why he's probably not winning more games. Maybe he can't stay in it. I I don't know. Um. But he is, yeah, he is having a good year. I, I don't know if he's a number one starter, but, you yeah, I I would put him on the line of. Um, I, I think he's an, a good number two, and he's a really, really good number three.
1: I, I, I would agree with that. Um, you know, on some teams, he might be um, uh, a, a number one, um, but I, I got to believe. He, he, correct me if I'm wrong. He signed through the end of this year, and then there's a team option for 23, and I gotta believe that they're gonna pick up that option. I, oh, I don't yeah. know what it is.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they will pick up that option. I mean, because uh, you're paying a lot more money to replace that guy. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, in free agency or, you know, uh, yeah, that's easy. It's 16 million. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. That's definitely an easy, pick that up. Easy decision. Okay, and then moving on to the dudes. Um, pretty decent week uh, by Machado. Hit 346. He had six ribs. Uh, Trey Turner had a pretty good week uh, on the hitting side. Uh, not much production, though. Um, William Dame hits two out for him as he hits 222. Uh, ben Gamel, eight ribs. A nice okay. week by Ben Gamel. Um, and then uh, Sterling Marte had a uh, he had a decent series against the Phils.
1: Uh, Ian Happ with three homers this this past yeah.
0: week. Yeah, uh, yeah. Him and Marte they had five between them, and Adame had two. I mean, that that's good. It's it's nice when you got a guy like Happ who you don't expect three homers out of a week out of that guy. Um, he did lose Brandon Marsh, and he lost Joey Votto. I don't know how big of a hurt. Joey Votto is, but um, Mars is a guy that was playing every day.
1: Yeah, and if you're the dudes, and you know, obviously leading the league right now, you just gotta fill in those at at bats somewhere, and I I don't know, um, kind of stalling here, to to find out what he has on his reserve team, that he he can call up.
0: He brought up Joey Gallo.
1: Oh, well, there's a nice pickup, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, if he's going to get the at-bats, that's, that's a problem. Um, but he, he did get 11 at-bats this week, and he hit a homer. So I guess if you get some sort of production out of that guy. And he's got Robles still.
1: Yeah, okay. He has Rob- Robles and Virling and, and that um, can still fill in should, should he, uh, he need them.
0: Yeah. Um, on the pitching side, uh, Scherzer pitched well. Well, uh-huh. let, me, let me strike that. He got the win. He had eight Ks in six innings, but he gave up some runs. Uh, he didn't give up a lot of hits or or um, walks, but, um, yeah, he, he gave up some runs. Uh, Stroman pitched well for him in two starts. Yeah, he really did. Yeah, Logan Webb got touched up a little bit. Kyle Wright got a win. He pitched okay. Um, Jansen gets a save. Kimbrell gets a save, and Tanner Scott gets a save for him.
1: Speaking of Kyle Kyle Wright, um, person that you had mentioned um, early in the year, do, do you know his status? Is he is he considered a, a rookie?
0: You know what? That's a good question. I he's pitched in the big leagues before.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm looking here, and it said that he exceeded his rookie limits back in the uh, um, COVID season. So so okay. so no. So I was gonna say he he would definitely get some votes along with teammate uh, Spencer Strider. Yeah, you know that just shows that just shows you that the Braves are just a really good organization, aren't they? Right now,
0: well, they either draft well or they coach well, one or the other or both. Hmm. Because, yeah, them and the Dodgers and the Cardinals usually have pitching that they can they can bring up instead of having to buy people. Yeah, which is which is good. Um, and then uh, Schwarber's back in the lineup for him as well.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a big help. You know, if if he's losing, uh, Vado's gone for the rest of the year, right?
0: Yeah, and I'm not sure how big of a hit that was. was
1: yeah. Well, paid? I mean, if he's carried him this far, right? Um, and you can get some production out out of out of Gallo. Um, yeah, he'll he'll be he should be fine. I, I but think... you you never know. Players go cold the last five weeks that can tank your tank your whole season, right? You build up to this point, and then you watch it fade away. It's it, it hurts.
0: Yeah, Vado was hitting 205. With a 689 uh, OPS, 11 homers, 41 RBIs. I think Gallo was probably do that for him. Over, You know what I mean? If, if he gets the FBIs. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a big loss. Um, it's probably good that he got hurt. Then he doesn't have a decision to make whether to sit this guy. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? The yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I know yeah.
1: the decisions. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. So um, as we. As we push on, hey, I, I did some research on an MVP. You know, we talked about um, we talked about Cody Bellinger winning the yeah. MVP and just completely falling off the map.
1: Okay. Right.
0: So I, I, I got some names here. Um, and I tried to focus on National League only. Um, so Willie Starge won at seventy nine and he didn't really do anything after that, but I think I, I think you could attribute that to age,
1: right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I so mean he, he was, was he was
1: pretty long in the tooth when he won
0: it. He might have been like 37 at, at the time. Um you know, the, and I for National League, I had to go all the way back to 19 uh 1964. You know
1: who won the National League MVP in 1964? Oh boy. Was it it was I'm going to say it's either somebody for the Cardinals or for the Phillies.
0: It was Ken Boyer.
1: Ken Boyer. Yep. I I got it.
0: Won the National League MVP in 1964 had 24 homers, 119 RBIs, 854 OPS, uh, 100 runs scored. Uh, he never hit, he never got more than 75 RBIs for the rest of the year. 75, 61, 34, 41, 41. It just kind of collapsed on him. Mm. 33 is not that old. Right? No, it's not. Yeah, maybe back then it was because they were drinking and smoking in between at-bats. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, it's not that old. Um, looking back on the American League, I saw Jeff Burroughs won it in 74.
1: Jeff Burroughs, wow. For the, There's a name for for the, the Rangers,
0: he had 100 RBIs once after that. Um, and then I, I, I went back to 1952, Bobby Shantz won the 1952 American League MVP with the Philadelphia Athletics. And he never won more than 11 games after that. Mm. And he was 27. At, he was 26 at the time. So it doesn't happen often, right?
1: Um, no, it doesn't. And, you know, I, I took a look at this um, in, in another direction, right? Um, I, I looked at it based upon um, their war, which, you know, might be the, the best that to measure both, um, offensive and defensive stats. And, um, I, I looked at the last the 10 years of MVPs, national league MVPs. And in 2019, when Bellinger won the MVP, he had a 6.6, uh, war, um, two years later, because the tw- he won it in 19, I- I'm discounting the COVID year of 20 in 21, he actually had a negative war. And when I look back at all the previous 10 MVP winners, nobody went negative um, in their war that quickly. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon won the MVP in 2013 with a 7.8 war. Um, Three years later, he had a negative 0.3. But that was the biggest drop off. So, to to your point, um, you know, looking at Yelich, Stanton, um, Bryant, Harper, Kershaw, Cutchin, um, Posey, um, Ryan Braun, Joey Votto, and Pujols, um, all of them maintain a fairly strong war three seasons following. Um, so to your point, um, th- this fall falloff um, in Bellinger's performance for a former MVP is kind of remarkable.
0: Yeah, the only other guy uh, I was going to bring up was the 1971 National League MVP. You know who won that?
1: Seventy-one. I'm trying to think that uh, probably a pirate. You would think. Yeah.
0: It was another cardinal. No. Another cardinal third
1: baseman. Oh, Joe Corey. So right? I, I
0: looked at I'll look at WAR now for him. So he had a 5.9 WAR when he won. He the
1: had 3.63 Mb. average that year, if I remember right.
0: Yep. And then he dropped to 2.7, 2.6, 2.6, .7, 1.6, and a negative, and he was out of baseball. Yeah. And he was 30 when he won the National League MVP.
1: Yeah, he had a yeah. – well, you know, remember, back back in those days when writers selected uh, MVPs and Cy Youngs, it, it really wasn't about how well they performed it. You know, the Cy Young you could almost predict based upon either strikeouts or the win-loss percentage, right? Um, that, on the offensive side, it was like home runs and RBIs, that type of – basically your baseball card statistics. It's It's – as much as people will malign um, writers who vote for the MVP, they're, they're so much better than they were 10, 20, 30 years ago.
0: So Tory led the league in hits, RBI's batting average, and total bases. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really good
1: year. Yeah,
0: I mean, he hit three sixty three. That's a big deal.
1: And so, I'm sorry, what did you say is though, uh, his, his war was again 5. Year?
0: 5.
1: 9. Yeah, that's a year? 5.9. Yeah, that's a little light. For winning the the um, MVP, I would like to look in 1971 to see who had the highest WAR because I haven't. um, Oh, you do? Okay. Because just before you reveal that, um, in the last 10 years of 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 MVPs um, from 19 to to 2009, um, the lowest was Cody Cody Bellinger at 6.6, and the highest was Bryce Harper and Pujols at 9.7. So everybody else was above seven. So okay. I'd be interested to hear who had the highest WAR in '71.
0: Fergie Jenkins.
1: Fergie Jenkins. Wow, a pitcher at what? What was it? Eleven point eight. Wow. Wow.
0: He had, He was twenty-four and thirteen. He had thirty-seven decisions, a two-seven-seven ERA, and a one-point-zero-four WHIP.
1: Wow, that's. Mm. By the way, it was good to see him. He was at the. Um, Yeah, Field of Dreams game.
0: Yep, Uh, Stargell, and then uh, behind him was Seaver at ten point nine.
1: Well, I I guess because of the number of innings pitchers threw back then, um, their wars are a lot higher than they are currently. I mean, I wouldn't expect, even though Kershaw won the MVP in fourteen, I don't suspect you'll see another pitcher winning the MVP. Um, unless he had just the ground was on that pace last year, yeah. But but was, I, I think that's that's part of it.
0: Yeah, and then the highest uh, hitter were was Willie Stargell at seven point nine. <laughs> yeah, Stargell had a. Game. That's a nice
1: stat. That's a nice stat. Good research by you. Yeah,
0: Stargell led the league with forty eight homers. Hit 125 ribs, he had one hundred twenty five ribs, two ninety five, a one point oh two six OPS. OPS, yeah. Freaking Hank Aaron, Hank Aaron led the league in 71 with an OPS and slugging percentage. The guy guy played in the 50s all the way in the 70s, and he finished third in the MVP. My gosh.
1: You you know what? I'm going to take a, um, gosh, I I wish I could find in total bases. I don't know if you can look this up. Um, Lifetime total bases right now. But I want to say that that Pujols has just moved into... Second,
0: yeah, he's not even close
1: in in, in total bases, right? Yeah. It, yeah. And I want to say there's a huge difference yeah. between him and the first place, uh, which is Hank Aaron, right?
0: Yeah, he's not even
1: close. Yeah, I'm, I'm what, what's, the, what's the numbers there in terms of total bases?
0: That's what I'm trying to look. Oh, total bases career. All right. Uh, so Pulhos has uh, sixty-one forty-four, and Aaron has sixty-eight fifty-six. Wow! Wow! Of course, Aaron played a 23 years, so Pulos would he, st- he still wouldn't catch him 700 total bases. He still <clears> wouldn't catch him. He's you know, that COVID year hurt him.
1: Yeah, as it did most players. Yeah. If
0: if if it wasn't for the COVID year, and he would have played 23 years, he might pass Aaron in some things.
1: Remarkable. Every time I turn on the Cardinals game, he's. He's moving up in some all time category with some of the great yeah, you know, top 10 categories. And they're
0: crazy names that he's passing.
1: Yes. Absolutely. That, yeah, where
0: you don't even have stats like that anymore. And that's what, I, <laughs> that's what I used to always think about Derek Jeter when people were like, I don't know if he should be an MVP. And like, the guy had 3,400 hits. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, look at the names that he's up against. The fact that he could play yeah. for 22 years,
1: 20 years, however long he played,
0: and have that many hits. You know?
1: Um. Yeah. L- look at, the, when you have a chance, I know there are two different types of players, Jeter and Pujols, but look at Jeter, excuse me, look at Poolholz's offensive numbers against against Jeter, and when people say that, and, you know, Jeter was, what, uh, w- was, he was unanimous, first round, Hall of Fame, No,
0: there was one guy didn't vote for
1: him. Oh, uh, I, and I'm sure the same thing will happen to pools but, you know... Anybody that doesn't vote in the first round for pool holes just like Jeter, you should have your card pulled.
0: That's what there, yes. there's, there's no
1: reason for that. There's
0: no reason. No. I do no, no, no.
1: Yeah, give, give your writer's card to uh, Marcelo Zun and let him get out of his next DUI. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good gracious. Yeah,
0: it's crazy, right? Like, how, yeah. How do you even justify that? I don't know how you. Even, you don't. No. You don't. You, you, in
1: fact, in fact. Uh, when we find this out five or six years from now, when when host is available, we're we're, we're going to tweet at the the, the writer that, that doesn't. Uh, if he, my guess is the writer won't reveal himself. Yeah, no, 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 no.
0: And and just on a side note, pullhost is a hundred RBIs away from Aaron.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen. But yeah, still a fantastic. You know, we, and 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 that's nice that we got to see the entire career really.
0: Yeah, he's... You know, that baseball always talks about the greatest living player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Bonds is still living. But is Pujols the greatest living player better than Bonds?
1: Bonds put up some amazing statistics. Uh, he's always going to be hurt by the speculation of, of steroids. Ah. Um, that's that's a tough one, right? Because I I, I don't know. I, I you know Bonds never won anything. He never won a World Series, so that that's also gonna hurt him. And, and you know he was he he was fairly prickly.
0: Yeah, he, fairly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, get, nice. get this. I, yeah. I remember. I remember back in two thousand one when the Cardinals were thinking about bringing this player by the name of Pujols up. And, and I was thinking way back that when, and since we've been around baseball a long time, I'm like, why are they bringing up Luis Pujols? Remember a player by the name of Luis Pujols? Yeah, vaguely. Because uh, you probably had him on your team at one point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so maybe maybe Pujols is the greatest living player right now.
1: Luis Pujols played from 77 to 85 with the Astros, mostly oh, with the Astros.
0: Yeah, Luis Pujols. Yeah. Yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about, yeah.
1: Yeah that that's who I thought it was back in 2001. (laughs) Oops. Yeah, oops. All
0: right. uh, Moving on, we we got some text talk. Bob Bob Kirk clarified the whole uh, Keith Hernandez criticism. Although I don't necessarily disagree with Keith Hernandez, Um, the Pirates are a hodgepodge of nothingness. Yes, that is accurate.
1: That's a quote by Dennis uh, Eckersley, right? Yeah, and
0: he's right about that. Um, Of course, he could say the same thing about the A's like every five years. Um, Yeah. But they always turn it around. And then the uh, AAA game that was using a
1: robo-ump. Did you watch it? First of all, good for Bill for sending it out to everybody because I would not have seen it.
0: Well, Bill is the uh, resident expert on minor league systems. Yeah, so um, yes he is yeah um, I did not watch it but I saw they had a challenge
1: so the way the game worked was was that I I, I don't know how the umpire I, I think the umpire was calling balls and strikes and then the, each catcher or or batter had a chance to challenge that and I think each team was allowed to have up to three challenges okay right? and um, I think the catchers were challenging the call and then umpires stopped the game and waited and it was fairly quick within two or three seconds that the word came down whether it was a strike or not um using whatever technology they have so that's how they were umpiring this game and i, I thought between that and even more so between the pitch clock which you had 14 seconds to pitch the ball once you, once, once the ball was returned to you but was fantastic. Absolutely loved it. Hmm.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: And and if you didn't pitch there a couple times, I'm like, wait a second, the guy's in his wind-up. Why is the umpire calling time? It was because he had surpassed his 14 seconds, and then um, they gave, um, charged the pitcher with a ball, and yeah, it, it the game moved on. And here, quickly, just off the top of my head, memory, is that they've shaved off about 30 minutes in minor league games, um, while the number of runs has stayed the same. And I guess they've also done a stat, and who knows how accurate this is. But the first time people see this, I think their approval rating was somewhere in the area of 50% of moving the game along. And by week 15 or 16, it's up to 80-something percent. And i got to be honest with you. I, I can't wait till Major League Baseball has this pitch clock for for pitchers and i guess it really for for batters too um because it will move the game along okay. uh, i'm a big fan of what i've seen all
0: right interesting
1: any uh, thoughts on that from your standpoint
0: well okay so i misunderstood the the challenge i i thought literally it was because uh, the independent league had this last year where the umpire had an earpiece in and the guy just told him that's a ball that's a strike um, so I misunderstood how this was working. So you're saying the umpire is actually called. Yep. And then, and, and and then the, the, batter, the, batter the batter or the catcher
1: could yep. say uh, challenge. challenge that. Okay. Yep. That makes more sense. But you sense only have something like three, th- three total team challenges. Yeah,
0: I get it. Yeah. So you're going to pick and choose when to do that. Yep. Yeah. So in, the, uh, So out of six pitches, everything else is the same.
1: Say what?
0: So you essentially six, if every team gets three challenges, so you, you use all your challenges, so there's six pitches thrown yeah. that are challenged, everything else is the same. The umpire yeah. calls the game.
1: Yep. Yeah, okay. All right. Are, are you, would you be okay with that if they instituted those exact rules into uh, MLB next year?
0: Uh, yeah, six pitches, whatever. Yeah. That's, okay. that's not going to decide a baseball game.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, moving on, I do have a twib note real quick, uh, brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one beer to have if you're having more than one. I had a Guinness Stout last night. Yay. ABV, 5.6%. Beer Advocate had an 85. I give it a Rooster Towns of 85-ish. Uh, remember how we used to play the game um, Marry, Date, or Don't Return the Call? Yeah. You know the players. Yeah, I'm not returning the call on this. Ooh, it was good. Okay. It was okay. But there was no pop to it. It was nice. Had a good time. I just don't know All if right. it's going
1: anywhere. Let me ask you. Uh, let's fast forward to next next year. And you're in Dublin. And you're in a pub. You were Guinness, this, yes or no?
0: Oh, yeah. When in okay. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, it was good. Had a good time. All
1: right. I just All don't right. think well, it's going you, you, anywhere. You, you tried. You know, what's looming is the big one, though, is pumpkin beers.
0: Yeah, now they're out too. I saw them in Wegmans this weekend.
1: Yeah, try, try, all right. So try Southern Tier's Pump King. Okay, I think I saw that. Right. actually. yeah, that that one's out there, definitely out there.
0: All right, uh, what are you walking off with?
1: Yeah, because we're short on time, I'm going to keep one of these until next week. But um, um, next week, I am going to be usurped. Is that correct, as a uh, as a host?
0: Yeah, it could be your. This could be your last show.
1: I'm going to be really picked. What's what's happening? Take us through that. So, well, you know, I'm going to be traveling. I I, I will have a May culpa here I'm going to be traveling next Monday and you're busy on the Sunday before that. So you're going to have a surprise guest host. Is that right? Just a little teaser.
0: I am. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. So everybody stay tuned for next week's podcast. I'm I'm interested um, in that. That's awesome. Um, I, what are you gonna walk off with I'm sorry did you want to talk about that
0: uh, yeah just real quick uh, i I have some thoughts in my head um and if anybody had any other thoughts i to just to shoot me a text
1: yep. okay yeah and, and, and by the way just a side note I'm actually happy that you have thoughts in your head
0: <laughs> yeah they're not they're not real strong okay <laughs> they're fleeting at best
1: <laughs> what are you walking off with
0: I, I I'm shocked how the Phils are still winning what do you what do you mean shocked I, I just don't know how they're – I mean, I watch them. I don't I, – it's amazing that they're putting enough together to win games. And it was really a shame that, like yesterday that they, they blew that lead against the Mets because I thought that had been a huge win that salvage a, a four-game split with them. You, you know what I mean? Just chew up some games. Mm-hmm. The Mets are definitely better than the Phillies. There's no doubt about that. Um, but they caught them at the right time with the right uh, starting rotation that, were, that was coming at them. And it, but yeah, it just didn't happen. Um, I, I, you know, they they lose Marsh. Veerling is is not a, he's not an answer. They haven't had Harper, in I don't know how long, right? How long's Harper been out? Um, Almost two months already. Yeah, and Wheeler goes through periods where he pitches really well, but and you know he has hiccups, but he's he's doing enough. I thought Nola pitched really well against against uh, uh, DeGrom last week. You know, when, when they had the three game series. Um, I, I, it's amazing how they're just hanging in there. It, they're, just, they're just hanging in there until Harper gets back. And um, I think they're going to make the playoffs, man. I, I think they're going to do it this year.
1: I, I, I think they are too. And um, the team, I mean, they're a game and a half up on the Brewers right now who are sinking fairly quickly. But the other team who I said was going to get swept, the Padres, uh, they may not even have a chance to get swept. I'm not so sure about them now. I'm not even sure they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, I know they're a half game up on the Phillies, two games up on the Brewers, but they, you know, they got to go through the the Dodgers again and they got to go through the Giants again. Um, I, I'm not so convinced. Um, so I, I, yeah, I think the Phillies uh, have a have a good chance. And question is, do they want to get into that uh, four or five? Excuse me, the, the the five spots, because then you you play the fourth place team, which will be the Braves, as opposed to if they're in the sixth spot, they would play the Cardinals. So. I guess you just want to get in at this point and not yeah, worry about yeah, who, you, uh, yeah, exactly. who you who you see, and and they won't have a home game in that first round, so
0: it doesn't matter. You, you, yeah, yeah. You, you just need you just need to get in, man. Just yep. just find yep. your way in, and I, I, I I'm just shocked, um, pleasantly surprised at how they're just they're just hanging in there, and the, I I think what the difference is between this year and the past couple of years is they're beating the teams they should beat. The, Good they're, point. They're beating the Pirates two games out of three. They're beating the Nationals two games out of three. They're beating the They're beating the teams they should. They should beat. Clearly, the Mets are a better team at this point, and they're doing so it without the, their best player.
1: The bellwether will be when they play the Marlins again and beating them. Right? They, they seem
0: to be handling the Marlins this year. Yeah. Yeah. And and they got Washington. Again, I think they have the Braves again, but they don't really scare me too much. They, they're pretty inconsistent. And the Padres, I agree with you. I I, I think they'll make the playoffs because the Brewers are imploding worse than the Padres are. <laughs> but, but yeah, the Padres, man, I guy, man, they, they throw Hater out there, and all of a sudden the guy can't pitch. It's amazing.
1: You know? hey you know they're 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 they they're trying. Front office is trying it, but it, it's headed in the same direction as it was last year, just maybe not as pronounced.
0: Maybe it is the players' fault, not the coach,
1: in this situation. And then the right. teach
0: thing. All right, man. I know you got to go. Have a good.
1: Have no, a good no. Trip. Maybe maybe should should I, should I do my final sign off? Because if I'm usurped, I might not. Maybe I'll just be a guest host uh, from this point forward. But everybody, take a listen next week. And I'll be joining you in, what, two more weeks from, from Hawaii, Labor, uh, Labor Day Monday. So maybe have a good week, Chief. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Have a good flight. See you.
1: Aloha.